Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash Entitled Parents video. Today, we've got some stories of some crazy parents hitting, throwing insults, a lot of entitled madness, but first, a story from throwaway Coco Girl. No mom, dad, younger brother, and aunt. I'll keep on doing my little tradition. I, 27-year-old female, had an older brother, 25-year-old male, who died in 2014. He was the older brother any girl wanted, and we were close. He taught me valuable lessons in life, such as cooking, driving, and never giving up showed me anime manga, would go on little road trips, and we flat out ignored our parents' favoritism with my younger brother. Sadly, he died when a shooting happened. He was not a criminal, he was only eating and it happened and there was an investigation, and police found he wasn't involved in any illegal activity. He was only 25 and I was 19 in 2014. I would lie if I said I didn't fall into a deep depression. It came to the point where I stopped eating and lost around 55 pounds in a month and a half after his passing. I would only drink water and milk that would fill me up. I didn't want to get better until one day my former sister-in-law called me to tell me that he'd left me some things. I met up with her and the stuff he left behind was an album with Polaroid pictures of our crazy adventures, graphic anime tees, and a chain with both of our initials. I was in tears and decided to get help because he would love to see me happy and not die of sadness. It's been years since his passing and I'm doing a lot better, and I have a tradition that on his birthday that I would leave flowers in his grave. I only stay two minutes, then leave after singing him happy birthday. My therapist said this was a good idea. However, my parents, 50-year-old male and 59-year-old female, younger brother, 22-year-old male, and aunt, 52-year-old female, decided to have an intervention, thinking religiously that I was doing something satanic, that I was calling out the dead, that they should have thrown the things he left me in the garbage, and that I should attend their church to see if the Lord gets those diabolical ideas out of your head. I was shocked and told them that I won't stop doing this tradition and I won't be attending their church, that this is their older son, and that if they keep behaving like this, I won't feel bad at all for having to go no contact with them. They kept on yelling at me, and my aunt went as far as to throw holy water at me. I had it and told them that when they stop being religious nuts, we'll talk, but as of today, I want nothing to do with them. I left before any of them could say anything. It's been a week since the incident, and I've blocked their numbers. I just saved myself from toxic family members, and I won't go back there ever again. I have a lot of respect for people like OP who can put their foot down and go no contact with their own family because even if they're doing such awful things, it's for some reason such a hard thing to do. So for OP to not only share this story but tell us about how they're doing these things for the betterment of themselves and basically saying, hey, if this is happening to you, you can do this too, I think you can't help but just respect and appreciate OP here. Our next story is from Muted Violinist 5151. Karen screams at me for banning her thieving son. 
This happened a couple days ago, so I'll do my best to have the conversation exactly as it went, but some may be paraphrased. For context, I work nights in a gas station. About a week ago, a couple of kids, probably no more than 15 or 16 years old, who are semi-regulars, as in I've seen them a few times before but not often enough to know them, came in around 2am and pulled a runner on me, with around $30 in drinks and snacks. As I'm not allowed to chase shoplifters, I do what's required and leave a note for my boss so she can pull the tapes and post the pictures for us so we can tell them to get out if they're ever stupid enough to come back. You wouldn't believe how many thieves actually are, in fact, stupid enough to come back. These two morons in particular. Well, two days ago, I'm working my only weekly day shift, and who should walk in but these pair of thieves? And who do they have with them? One of their mothers. I immediately buckle down and tell them they need to go now. The following is how the conversation went. The two thieves walk in. I say, "Uh uh-uh, you two need to go right now. Boy one says, for what? Boy 2 says, we didn't even do anything. I say, you know exactly what you did and you're banned from the store. You can leave on your own feet or leave with a police escort. You choose. They leave and go back to the car, waiting for them at the pump. From the window, I can see them talking to the woman in the driver's seat, gesturing and pointing. She gets out of her car and storms into the store. She says, why the heck did you tell my son and his friend they can't be here? I say, ma'am, they ran out with nearly $30 in products. We don't allow thievery and they're banned from the store. You are welcome to come get what they need, but if they're seen on the property, the police are going to be called. She says, no, my son is not a thief. How dare you? Get me a manager. I say, gladly. She doesn't know my manager has less patience for customer crap than I do. Since the store isn't very big, she's already heard this exchange from the office. I bring her out, and she says exactly what I did. Karen says, that's a bold-faced lie. My son is a good boy. You're targeting him and his friends for no reason. Austin manager says, you're welcome to come back and watch the tape for yourself. Karen says, she'll do just that. And once I have proof you're lying, I'll be expecting this little slurs for homosexuals to be fired. Awesome manager brings Karen into the office. I accompany them. Being the assistant, it's both part of my job and a joyful experience to watch Karen's face fall when she finds out that her good boy is a rotten thief. Awesome manager plays the tape, and Karen's son and his friend, clearly identifiable as their only means of a disguise, was their school track hoodies pulled up over their hair. Folks, they had their freaking names on the back. They were wearing the hoodies as they sat in the car waiting. The Karen was too stunned to speak at first but eventually she remembered how to Karen and stormed out shrieking that she'd be calling corporate. For what? Who knows? But she's calling anyway. If there's one thing you gotta hand a Karen like this, it's that they're loyal, I guess. They're ride or die for their own, even despite the fact that their kids are gonna go around stealing. If you were in OP shoes, would you want to call this Karen out and kind of shame them for sticking up for their thieving kids? Or is it just not even really worth it, just let Karen tire themselves out and leave? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Our next story is from Successful Prune 315 Entitled parent racially assaulted a football player and got away with that. So a bit of context, me and a few of my friends started a football, soccer to US readers, magazine. We're just a small company, so right now it doesn't earn enough to work just this job, so all of us are working our personal jobs as well. 
But it's still good because I have an opportunity to watch matches for free and even get to interview a footballer here and then. Not the best of the best footballers, just the ones who play in my country, Slovakia and Czech Republic. I just want to add that racism is not really cared about in my country, as you can barely find someone that isn't white. So recently I was in one department store. This store is connected with a football stadium. I get there in advance because I was scheduled to watch the match as a journalist. In this store, there's one cafe, which is meant for the upper class. It was the weekend, so it was full and many people had to wait to get in there. I was sitting on a bench in front of this cafe, just checking if I have everything, press pass, ID card, etc. I wasn't really paying attention, but then I saw one footballer I know. He was without a club at the moment because his recent club was bankrupting and they failed to pay him all of his wages. He was sitting there with some guy. I later found out that it was his agent. They were just sitting in there drinking coffee, talking and had some paperwork on the table. As you might suggest, he had a darker shade of skin as he was from the Congo. In our magazine, we were trying to get to this player as we wanted to do an interview about his current situation. But he had so much work to do, so he politely refused for the moment. I wanted to say hello to him, but figured I don't want to disturb them, so I just went to do something on my phone. Then the entitled mother and her kid, I don't want to call them entitled because the kid basically did nothing, came to this cafe. I was sitting pretty close, so I was able to hear what she was saying, as she was speaking really loudly from the beginning. She says, hello, we would like a table for two, please. The waiter says, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am, but there's no table available right now. As you can see, we're really full right now. She says, yeah, I know, but I also noticed that many of your customers just bought one coffee and they're sitting here for ages. It's not fair that some scum can just buy one coffee and then sit here all day long. To be fair, I didn't know how long this footballer and his agent were there, as when I came to the bench, they were already there. The waiter says, look, I'm sorry, but we don't have an exact rule for how long you can be here with one coffee. Sorry, but you have to wait until someone decides to leave. She says, come on, my baby and I just want to drink a coffee and hot chocolate. We are paying customers and we won't just sit here with one cup doing nothing. The waiter, this guy was really patient, I'm not sure how he's able to stay this cool for so long, said, I'm happy to hear that, but as I said, I can't just force someone to leave. Entitled mother didn't say another word. She just went to the footballer and started yelling, look. My kid and I want to sit in here. You've been here for ages and you're drinking one coffee for ages now. It's not polite to just come in here and sit like garbage when you can't afford another drink. Note that his agent was in a suit while the footballer was in regular clothes. His agent says, sorry, but we're doing some business here and none of the staff is having problems with us. If you would excuse us, we'd like to continue our conversation here. Entitled mother was having none of it. She says, for freak's sake. Yes, she said that in front of her kid. How are you even allowed to sit in here? Pointing to the footballer. This place is for serious people only. And I don't care that your friend here is successful. You are a waste of a human. And I don't understand what happened to this world. There was once a time where people like you, African American, can't go where normal people used to go. He didn't say anything as he was shocked. Also, his Slovakia speaking skills were pretty good but he still had some trouble speaking. He was able to speak well and understand, but it took him longer to find the right words. To be honest, my intentions were not actually too clear. Not gonna lie, I jumped in there to help him and his Asian with the situation, but I also believe that 
Maybe if I did something like that, he'd be willing to do an interview with me later. So I came in there and started speaking, saying, Look lady, your screaming is so loud that workers on the third floor might be able to hear it. Can't you just leave this guy alone? He did nothing wrong. Entitled Mother says, Oh, what a surprise. Skinhead defending an N-word. Never seen this one before. I cut my head completely as I'm too lazy to take care of them. It has nothing to do with skinhead or guys like that. When the footballer heard an N-word, he got angry and started almost tearfully yelling something at her. He tried to say something about her being ignorant and that he suffered a lot because of his skin color. Of course, it was hard to understand what he was saying. As I said, he has trouble speaking Slovak language and he was super emotional. His agent just said, look, we don't have to take care about this. She's not worth our time. Let's get going. The staff informed me that I had to leave as I was making a mess in their cafe. I was super angry and wanted to do something, but his agent just looked at me and shook his head. They left and I went out of the cafe with them. Entitled mother and her kids sat at the table and just got their orders. Yeah, the staff did nothing about the fact that this guy was racially abused. As we went out, he calmed down and thanked me and his agent for standing up for him. He told me that he was about to go to the match because he was going to sign a contract with the team after that. He offered me to come with him and his agent to the VIP stands. I told him I would like to go, but I had to be in the staff stands. But I asked him about an interview. We exchanged our numbers and sometime later, I made this interview with him. Yeah, not a brutal ending, I know. And this woman got away with her racism and got what she wanted. I'm not happy about it, but there's nothing I could do. In this country, we don't take racism so seriously as other countries. So this is probably not a good ending, but what can we do? I feel for OP because this is one of those situations where you would want to create like a an outpouring of exposure over how the staff reacted here. You know, like reviews or social media or spreading the word. But I would worry in OP's case that it might affect their business and their job as an interviewer and their efforts in launching this magazine. Just wouldn't want any of that drama coming their way when they're trying to get off the ground, right? Our next story is from Caleb TSM1. Karen tries to hit me on my first day at checkout. Hello Reddit, my name is Caleb and I'm a teenager who has autism spectrum disorder, depression, and a lot of other problems. For this story, there's a few people. Entitled Mum, Coworker 1 and 2, me, Security Guard, Police, and finally managers slash my boss. So this happened back a few months ago, debating with a few mates of mine, I'm Australian, and they say I should just post it because it's a story that would get different reactions. So if I miss any details, sorry about that. So I work at small m, fake store name. I was put on checkout on my third day. Not my first because I was hired for fill team. So restocking and all that on main days and weekdays I'm put on checkout. So I got quite of a few really nice ones, but there was some part where I get stuck. I was just talking with coworker one until I see entitled mother. She looked like the person that would talk to the manager every time she walks into a store. And I, just knowing heck is gonna go loose, whispered to myself, freak. I say, hello, how are you? She says, get on with it. I need to be somewhere. I don't have time for your introduction crap. I say, okay, I was just saying hello. She says, shut up. I say, okay, sorry. So I start to scan her clothes, folding them, putting them into the bag. And I was slow because it was my first day. And she looked upset. She says, what the freak is taking you so long? Coworker one says, miss, he's new here. It's his first time on check. She says, I don't give a freak. He's probably R word. So with some backstory, 
That word. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I was called all the time at school, including spastic, moron, etc., and hearing that got me quite upset because I hated being called that and about me when I had no idea why I was being treated like crap. Coworker 2 says, ma'am, you can't call anyone that. She says, yes, I can. Coworker 1 says, no, you cannot. At this point, she said the magical words, I want the manager. Now, at this point, my boss was coming down to tell the entitled mother to get out. The manager says, I'm the manager. The entitled mother says, this pervert trying to touch me, pointing at me. I say, what? No, I was trying to. The entitled mother says, shut up. Manager says, ma'am, I heard everything you said to my employee, and I will not have you saying stuff like that to my workers and in my store. Entitled mother says, but. Manager says, out, now. After failing to get me fired or in trouble, she tried to punch me and hit the plastic screen that protected me. They were up due to COVID and all that. She says, ouch, someone help me, this person hit me. I say, what? I didn't do anything, you just tried to hit me. She says, how dare you lit. Security guard says, ma'am, come with me. Entitled mother says, what? No, this R word hit me. The security guard says, no, he didn't. She says, yes, he did. At this point, me and my coworkers were just flabbergasted of what person from heck that just was unleashed. And as he and entitled mother were fighting with the security guard, A cop walks in and sees this commotion. The police officer says, what's going on? The entitled mother says, that kid assaulted me, arrest him immediately. The security guard says, that's not what happened. She tried to hit him and points at me. The entitled mother yells, lies. The manager says, we have cameras. The police officer says, would you mind showing me? The entitled mother turns pale, then redder than a tomato and tries to punch me again and then tries to spit. After that, the police officer took the entitled mother to the ground. They say, you're under arrest for trying to assault a minor. Entitled mother says, let go of me. That R word again tried to hit me. The officer says, miss, if you don't stop resisting, I have to charge you with a resisting arrest. She doesn't stop. So the cop had someone else come over to help arrest the entitled mother. After the other cop helped arrest her, she tried to fight the police by using her head looking like a fish out of water and managed to hit one of the cops. The officer says, that's it, you've assaulted someone, assaulted a police officer, resisted arrest and tried to escape. The manager to me says, 
I'm so sorry you had to go through that customer on your first day at checkout. I say, it's okay. My face said otherwise. My manager said, have a bit of a break. Obviously, that's gotten you upset. So I said, okay. I headed to the break room with one of my coworkers, trying to cheer me up. Well, I'll tell you one thing. OP's gonna very quickly become one of the best cashiers in that place. First day, and they've already seen probably the worst it could possibly get. My only question is, why does it always seem to happen like this? Like first day on the job, some calamity goes wrong, like the worst possible scenario happens on your first day there. I just know I would have a destiny where like if I became a chef, all of a sudden I would be a chef on a cruise liner, and my first day on the job is the one day that that cruise liner is going to strike an iceberg. Our next story is from OK Boomer. I'm treated like a prisoner. I, female, 18, just turned 18 two months ago. My mom begged me to stay at home, and I gave in. I'm still currently living with her and my stepdad. I recently got a job at a popular coffee shop, and they recently got jobs at a local zoo down the road from us. My stepdad confiscated my debit card so I have no access to my money, and they decided to take $300 out of my account without my knowledge for bills. I don't even have a car or license yet, because nobody wants to help me. And I'm only staying at home because they wanted me to. On top of that, I still have to ask for permission to do things, even though I'm 18 and paying bills with them now. And they always say no. I just had to get this off my chest because I have no idea what I should do. Considering OP is 18 years old, they need to go down to the bank, if at all possible, transfer and cancel anything that their parents remotely have access to, basically secure their funds so people can't just take $300 out of their account for no reason, And I mean, the focus should just be laser focused on creating a situation where you can support yourself because clearly OP's parents aren't going to be supporting them in any way that they actually need. Our next story is from Nomadicus Rex. Entitled parent assaults me with her car so she can park in the handicap access aisle. I'm disabled. So last night was fun. I had to go to the grocery store to get a couple of things. So to set the scene, I parked in a legit parking space that was nose to nose with a handicap access aisle. I'm disabled and I have disability parking license plates, so I tend to park close. And this spot wasn't a handicapped space, but adjacent to one. Where I'm at in southern Arizona, there's a huge problem with fraudulent use of handicap placards. People often use their disabled relatives' passes, so often the handicap parking is full. As I'm walking through the handicap access aisle, slowly, I'm having a bad day, can barely stand up, this Hispanic woman in a white Lexus starts backing her car into me. Not my car, into my body. She screams out of the window, get out of my way, I need to park. She backs her car up and makes me stumble, which hurts. Then she stops her car, which incidentally blocks access to the van and the wheelchair parking spot gets out and starts screaming at me for blocking her parking spot. I tell her, you just assaulted me with your car. This is not a parking space. It's the handicap access aisle. I'm calling the police. Her response? She tells me that she'll just tell the police I assaulted her. I hit the record button on my phone, which turns on the flash too, and ask her if she wants to repeat that for the recording so I can make her internet famous. Then she starts yelling at me, calling me the parking lot police. I tell her that she's literally blocking the vehicle in the handicapped spot. Her response is to go woot woot like a police siren I guess and go into the store but it doesn't end there. 
The owner of the white minivan comes out. He's a senior citizen with one leg, using a mobility scooter, and sure enough, he can't get to his vehicle to load his groceries and leave. Of course, I'm no use. I'm in really bad shape that day. Lots of pain. Just want to grab a cart to lean on and get in the store to grab food for my kid who's waiting for me at home. One of the employees from the store comes out, and the two of them, the employee and the disabled man who owns the van, start trying to figure out what to do. And I'm on the phone with a police dispatcher at this time. Ultra entitled woman comes out and literally mocks the disabled man, tells him he shouldn't go out if he can't take care of himself, yells more insults at me, and gets in her car leaning on her horn. The disabled man on the scooter gets help to finish loading and is able to get out, Then the entitled woman pulls out. I finally walk into the store. Crazy entitled woman sees me, acts like she's going to ram me with her car, and leans on her horn before driving off. Of course, the police dispatcher tells me they don't have any officers to send out, but they do record all calls. And she heard part of that, and I did get some of this on the video. Man, I wish I were more savvy with video editing and such. I only got a fraction of this, but enough to see that what she had done and how she was acting. I would love to make someone so awful internet famous, even though I have the most annoying voice in the world now that Gilbert Gottfried has passed. The police are supposed to contact me later this week and provide me a link to upload the video, so she may get a ticket. It's a $500 plus fine for blocking a handicap access aisle here. I don't hold out much hope though, police are very underfunded here. Is anybody else just as outraged as I am that Not only did they say, we don't have any other cops to send out, but the fact of the matter is OP nearly got ran over, basically assaulted with this vehicle, and it all got kind of brushed off by the dispatcher. The fact that this lady only stands to get like a $500 fine, they deserve to wear some brand new shiny silver bracelets. This next story is from Village Inner 8961 Do I have an entitled parent? I, 19, male to female, live with my mom, 47-year-old female, and her boyfriend, 45-year-old male. And they put a lot of rules on me, such as I can't eat after 8pm, leave my room after they go to bed, cannot burn incense or smoke weed on the property, which my brothers were allowed. She never uses my pronouns or name, and they called my friend a slot when we were both 14 and I need permission to sleep at other people's houses and have to tell my mom where I am 24-7. It sounds to me like it is time for OP to move out of that house. If at all possible, it's time to go because they do not respect their 19-year-old kid. And our final story of the day is from Toastmaster Boy. The tales of my entitled grandmother versus my fiancé, my daughter, and I. About six months ago, I gave birth to a baby girl. She's obviously my world and her father's too. Our families have supported us the full way through. One person specifically has given us multiple problems that we've considered cutting her off. My grandmother. Incident number one, the weight treatment. My fiance and I were talking about buying bathing suits for the summer for the baby and I. I've been very sensitive about my weight because I don't lose as easily as I gain. But she went too far with adding my baby in there. Entitled grandmother says, Aren't you going to lose a little weight before you buy one? My mother says she doesn't need to lose any weight. She'll be fine just the way she is. Entitled grandma says, and what about the baby? She won't fit in a 4M. At the time, she was three months old. Mother says, why wouldn't she? She's three months. Entitled grandma says, she has so much fat on her bones. She's not going to fit. 
she should consider maybe doing a six month or feeding her a little less. My mother and I were horrified to hear it. In this discussion, I'd not yet started to stand up for myself against her. She was seriously saying that my baby and I were overweight. Obviously, I'm leaving some text out for personal issues, but she went on to say that it wouldn't look good with my weight or that my baby isn't healthy with the way she is. She's completely healthy for her weight. She just has a little chunk to her. Incident number two, she believes she is a second mom to my baby. A few back, her and I were having a conversation about going down to random place but equally as far, Pittsburgh, so his mom could see the baby. She kept making a fuss, saying, She'll be too far, how will I be able to see her? I say, you'll be able to see her when we get back, we're only going for about a week, if that. His mom hasn't seen her since she was born, it's been five months, she's a grandmother too. She says, I don't feel comfortable with her seeing my baby when I haven't met her. Does she know how to take care of her? I don't know if she'll be safe there. I say, she's not your baby, she's mine and O's. My fiancé's first initial. Please stop acting like her parent. We're completely aware of how his mom is and we believe she'll be fine with her. It's not like we're leaving her there. Furthermore, she had three kids, two of which she's still taking care of. She replies, stop acting like you're only entitled to making decisions about her. I have the right. You're still underage. I had her at 16, almost 17. And you have mental issues, therefore I have the right to make decisions. At this point, she was screaming at me. She says, for all I know, you could hurt her. You're unpredictable. You're completely unstable. I say, first things first, I have anxiety, not schizophrenia. My behavior isn't unpredictable. You can hardly take care of yourself. I'm sorry you messed up your relationships with your seven kids, then proceeded to choose men over them. You had your chance to be a mother. You failed. You had your chance to be a grandmother. You're crap. Step aside and let us parent our daughter the way we intend to. We would have never have been able to move out if I was as unstable as you make it to be. Yeah, I have issues, but I'm not dysfunctional. I then took my daughter and left. She began telling lies to my family, but what she didn't know is I was on a FaceTime with one of the other family members who had muted themselves when she started to make her fuss. Incident number three, as if number two wasn't bad enough, she got worse. Entitled grandma started to take her pills way more often than she should have, essentially allowing herself to become addicted to them. She lied, accused us of stealing, accused us of trying to keep my daughter away from her, and eventually accused O of assaulting me to get me pregnant and then threatening me to stay with him. I won't make a text thingy from this one because it's pretty self-explanatory. She went to the police at one point spreading her lies. We had an officer show up at our home twice, stating that our neighbors witnessed a sexually explicit event. I'm stating this right now. My fiancé has never forced himself on me, threatened, or abused me but yet we were getting the cops called. We found out she told one of her friends, who then told a mom group in the neighborhood. We had to move out in December shortly after due to some money issues. Overall, she really started to decline. We then had the cops called on us for abusing our daughter. We're an hour away. We're definitely planning on cutting her off, but I have a hard time being split from my family and I know it's gonna sting when I do. Until next time, Reddit. I feel bad for OP because I think they're actually being projected onto. And not only that, but I think it's pretty clear that the entitled grandma is kind of 
self-destructing and going through their own personal things with their own personal demons. And I feel bad because I'm not sure if there's much OP could do. And it's just not healthy for OP to be around that kind of stuff anyways. You don't really want to cut them off, but you also don't really want to deal with any of that baggage that's coming from that side. So I definitely get where OP's coming from and I feel for him. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the one on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 